0: Christmas! Uh, welcome to Syntax, the podcast with the tastiest web development treats out there. My name is Wes Boss. I'm a full stack developer and with me as always is Scott Tunski. How you doing today, Scott? Hey,
1: I'm doing super good. Really happy to be here. This is just a great time of year. Things are starting to feel a little bit more uh, seasonal and things like that. So I- I'm psyched. And today... We have a really awesome holiday gift guide for you all, so this is going to be a really fun and exciting episode for me because it's going to be like sick picks on steroids. And I know a lot of people love our sick picks, so you're about to get a whole lot of them.
0: So these are going to be things that are ideas, experiences, products, things that are good to get a developer or or maybe just anyone who's techie in your life. It's not going to be all gadgets, but things we've noticed from just sick picking for a year and a half is that. Even if it's totally unrelated to, to web development, there's certain types of like little gadgets or little gifts or little experiences that us as developers uh, tend to like. So we're really excited about that. This is going to be a gift guide. We're going to kind of explain our thoughts behind all of the different purchases and and things here that you could get for people or you could send this list to a significant other who's trying to shop for you. And then as well as the list of this is also going to be in the show notes. So if you need like an actual paper copy of this to print out or to to find the links to the actual products, they have them in there. Important to note that uh, none of the companies in this in these recommendations are paying us. A couple of them are freebies that I've got every now and then Scott and I will get some. Freebie sent to us, which is uh, for honest review, and we'll always make sure that we're we're up front and clear about that. So th- whenever I have a free product, we'll let you know. And the products that are garbage that gets sent to us are not part of this gift guide. <laughs> Anything else you want to you want to say before we get into it, Scott?
1: Yeah, our sponsors today mm-hmm. uh, for this episode are going to be Contentful and. FreshBooks. So two really, really great companies. Contentful is a sort of a back end. It's a great way to host data, to store data and all sorts of stuff. We're going to be getting into that quite a bit more. It's a maybe the perfect place for your front end site, like maybe a headless WordPress or something like that. And then we also have FreshBooks, which those of you who've listened to Syntax for any bit of time know that FreshBooks is one of our longtime sponsors. It's cloud accounting software. And both of those we're going to be talking more about later on. In the episode.
0: All right, so we're gonna break it down into a whole bunch of different categories. We have stuff for foodies. We've got experiences, which is the new hot thing. Don't buy stuff, buy experiences. There's subscriptions. We've got books, clothes, shoes, working out gear, gadgets, smart home, coffee, grooming, and wellness, and then high end. Where I remember being a kid, and like I would get like like a pair of gloves and like a like a PlayStation game. For Christmas and like that would be it, and then I like you go back to school in January, and your friends would be like, Oh, I got a TV and a PlayStation and Xbox, <laughs> and we're going to Florida. Like, oh, good. So, if you're the type of person who spends thousands of dollars on Christmas, those will be the things for you. But we try to keep all most of the picks here to I don't know, uh, anywhere from a couple bucks up to 50 70 bucks. So, uh, things that are actually attainable because sometimes you see like these gift guides, and it's like, Oh, great, a, a $600 pair of headphones. Oh, they yeah. would love love that. Anyone yeah. would love
1: that. Yeah, sure. Right, I know. I know. I hopefully there's something for everyone here. So, yeah, let's get into it for the foodie in your life, the person who loves a food i think a good one is something to add on to your food which is hot sauces now my personal favorite hot sauce is murph's and murph's is straight out of colorado here and uh they have a variety four pack on amazon and my favorite is the electric lime which tastes exactly like what that sounds like electric it's it's limey it's awesome Uh, There's also some other good ones like jamberry, Sriracha and stuff like that. They're all excellent. I'm a huge fan. I would go with the uh, variety pack specifically for the electric line, but mm, so good.
0: I also have a couple uh, hot sauce here. So one thing I like to do every now and then is go uh, go to the uh, kind of the specialty store near me and buy every Cholula. So Cholula is a really nice hot sauce and they have I don't know. Like four or five different kinds. My favorite is the chili lime, but I uh, I don't discriminate. I, I try them all on my wings and everything. So it's not an expensive way. Each bottle is just a couple bucks. If you were to buy all of them, that makes a really cool present, I think. Same with there's this new one that I tried out. It's called uh, Blue Top Creamy Buffalo. And Ooh, uh,
1: that sounds good. It's
0: amazing. I found it at the local co-op near me and uh, they make they have like five or six different kinds of these like creamy hot sauces. And uh, I, I put it up on Twitter the other day that I was really enjoying it. It does have a little bit of sugar in it, which would bum me out because I don't like to have sauces that have sugar in it. But upon tasting it, it tastes great. <laughs> so nice. uh, check out the blue top hot sauces.
1: Blue top. Yeah, I tend to stay away from sugary things like that myself we also have another one which is fun which was the everything but the bagel trader joe's seasoning that we talked about as one of my sick picks this thing is really great it's basically if you've ever had an everything bagel it's sort of like a seasoning blend with all of the things that you would typically find on an everything bagel It's very yummy. I put it on a lot of things and I love it. Scott
0: bought this for me and uh, he brought it to me when we met up in San Francisco. And I've been trying it in everything. And my favorite so far is putting it in Greek yogurt. Makes a really good like sauce for dipping veggies in. And then I also, it's a little unorthodox, but I sprinkled it on wings and then smoked the wings and it was unreal. So That sounds
1: good. I've been putting it on french fries. Love
0: it. Oh, that's a good idea.
1: Yeah. 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 Another one we have here is loose leaf teas. Now I drink tea all day. It's low in acidity. It's lower in caffeine and you can sip on a a cup of the reseeped leaves uh, over and over again. So I like to get my teas from a store called Tea House Tea House, which is T E A H A U S. And this is a store out of Ann Arbor, Michigan. It's my favorite tea store in the country. And they have a a ton a ton a ton of different teas there for any type of person whether you like actually like classic green teas or things like that or if you like more flavored stuff the only thing is none of these are filled with sugar like they were typically in some place like Tivana or one of those bigger companies so tea house teas are my absolute favorite place to get loose leaf teas
0: I'm a big tea fan as well, especially when the winter comes around. I like to uh, reach for all kinds of different teas. And I have this thing called the Adagio Tea Steeper, which this is I've had this thing for like probably 10 years because this is back when Kevin Rose was running Dignation. Do you remember that podcast?
1: Yeah. So I remember Dignation and I remember Dig very well, but I don't think I ever listened to it personally.
0: Oh, Man, I listened to it for the longest time and Kevin Rose was super into teas at the time and he had this like cool steeper mug and I got it like 10 years ago and I still use it to this day. So it's, it's super good quality. It's from Adagio Tea. And I think it was only like, let me just double check the price. 20 bucks for this thing. And the way that works is you put your tea leaves in it, you fill it with hot water, you sit on your desk for a little bit and then as soon as you're ready, you just pop the steeper right on top of your mug and it will drain all of the tea right into your mug. Uh, which is, I, I really like that cause you don't have to deal with like tea balls or anything like that.
1: Yeah. I actually have a different one that I, I have on here too. So if you're looking for an alternative, mine is more, looks like a normal mug and it has a steeper that sits in the mug and what's cool about this mug is it has a Uh, lid and the lid sort of collects the steeper so you take the lid off and then you set the steeper on the lid and it like makes it so water and tea doesn't get everywhere oh man this
0: one's really nice and then you don't have two because the thing with mine is that you've got like a steeper and then you got a mug dirty with this you deep and drink out of the same one
1: yeah yeah it's great uh we have a couple of these in the house and uh and really like them. I have the black graph model. So it looks really nice. Awesome.
0: I also uh, have in the past got flavored salts, which is kind of fun. So I I think you can just find them at it's called winners here in Canada. What's it called in the States? I have no idea what that is. TJ Maxx. What are those like home goods
1: stores? We have a we have something that we call the Savory Spice Store here in Colorado, and there, there's a couple of other locations. That's where I actually sent you your blends from last oh, year. Oh, I love and those! They have yeah, everything you could possibly imagine. So if you want like a lot of interesting flavored things like that. Check out the savory spice shop. I
0: really like that because you gave me like eight different spice blends and then we get to Mm -hmm. try them all. And uh, the funny thing is my cupboard is full of spicy spice blends and I love them, but I can never cook with them because my kids and family can't
1: (laughs) handle it. Oh, nice. Yeah.
0: Other things I really like is uh, just this idea of rain beers. So uh, go to your your local place that sells beer and get somebody a six pack made up of six different craft brews, and then using pipe cleaners and little eyes, you make them into reindeers, and then it's called rain beers. Um, that's oh, a fun that's one cute. if you yeah, have like fun. a gift exchange with some friends where you don't want to spend more than I don't know 20, 25 bucks you can put together some really it's really cool because like if you know about craft beer you can be like oh this is this is curated by me and these are some really nice i've always found that to be an awesome gift which is like a hand selected bunch of craft beers Nice. what else we have here beer making kit you can grab these off amazon or whatever where you can if somebody's interested in making their own beer you can get like a kit for i don't know 20 30 bucks and, and try it out in your basement Finally, I got one more here. It's called the Umai Dry, Dry Aging Bag. So this is something I haven't tried out, but I've been looking at it. I want to learn how to dry age a steak. And if you want to learn how to dry age uh, a piece of meat, you have to get like uh, thermometers and all kinds of stuff to make sure that it works. But these bags, is kind of like a cheating way to do it where you can vacuum pack them in these bags and the moisture will leave the bag, but nothing can go in. And it seems like a, a really neat way to to take a even like a, somewhat inexpensive piece of meat ideally you do it with a really nice steak and make it sort of age itself just in your refrigerator
1: cool yeah that sounds dope
0: Yeah, there's a lot of like little little foodie things that are not all that expensive, but really interesting. But you have to like I'm a foodie. And when people try to buy stuff for me, it's often frustrating because they have no idea what's cool or what's neat. So they don't know what to get me. But if you can take some of these kind of these like I am a foodie and these are the things that Scott and I recommend. If you have a foodie in your life, go grab these for them.
1: Yeah. Okay. Let's continue along. Some of these even fit into almost the foodie space. Some of them don't. But the next one we have is experiences. And a lot of times experiences get overlooked when you're thinking about giving a gift. Mm-hmm. But I really think some of this stuff is is just an absolutely awesome, awesome gift. And I, I see you have some, uh, some of your knife skills stuff up top here. Yeah. That, this is an interesting one to me.
0: My wife bought this for me uh, about a year and a half ago. She bought me a class with a local chef. And uh, we went to their kitchen. She had this beautiful mansion and we got to go into the mansion and they had this amazing kitchen. And then they give you a, I think an eight inch chef's knife, which is not the best knife. It's like a utility commercial grade knife, but it's good. Like I, I use it all the time. You should make sure you sharpen it properly. They teach you how to sharpen it, how to hone it. And then they have all of the, these different things that you learn to cut like uh, chicken and hard root vegetables. Like how do you, mm. how do you cut yeah. a cabbage without slicing your fingers off or how do you um, cut jicama? How, yeah, exactly. Like they have all, like they have all these different types of things. And then they also, once we had diced all this stuff up, she taught us how to like make it into a soup and then how to like figure out what kind of sauces go with the soup. And it was just like, I think my wife paid like 150 bucks for it. You got a knife out of it. And like that was like some of the best skills I have from dealing with knives. There's also a local place that now is starting to do butchering classes. They're a little bit more expensive because you have to pay for like half a pig or an entire chicken. But I'm looking at doing that as well because I think it'd be interesting to learn. If you were to go to a local farm and just buy half a pig, how do you break that down?
1: As long as I'm not picking out the pig when it's alive, I think I could do that. <laughs> uh, this is not for your uh, vegetarian or, or vegan friends. Please don't do that for don't. these yeah. people. That would yes. be a mistake. That would be a mistake. We shouldn't have to say that. Uh, the next is cooking classes. I actually, uh, one of the best retreats I ever did for the one of the agencies I worked at, it was the most fun. We went to this house on a lake and we hired a uh, chef. And that chef came in and gave us private cooking classes, similar to your knife skills classes or whatever. We made a three course meal and everything we made was excellent. And it opened my eyes to some different ingredients and different techniques than we had used before. They were making sort of interesting things that I wouldn't have thought of personally and uh, definitely expand your horizons and give you a little bit more of a, a foundation in case you've just been sort of winging it like I have for the most part.
0: Mm-hmm. I've, I've even heard people go to Thailand for like a couple of weeks and you, you like live at this resort and someone teaches you how to, how to cook there. I think that would be kind of interesting to do at some I point in my that. life. Yeah. Cause
1: we, we make a lot of Thai food at our house. So that would be sweet.
0: Oh man. I remember when I was in first in university, Like I grew up in like a super white suburb and I had learned, I moved to Toronto and learned about pad Thai and my just like blew my mind. And now I look back at that. I'm like, Oh, that's so cringy. What I was doing. (laughs) Uh, Pad Thai. Uh, What else? Uh, Float tank a couple of floats in a float tank. So this is something I've been wanting to try for a long time where you you go in these sensory deprivation tanks that you float in salt. And I've just never done it because I've I've never actually actively gone out and and paid the money to try it. But if someone were to give me a gift that's like three free floats or something like that, I would for sure really enjoy that. So if that's the kind of person that you're trying to buy for, I would I would definitely look up local float tanks.
1: Yeah. And those seem to be a little bit everywhere in major cities now. So uh, definitely something I'd be interested in trying as well, especially that one's good for the stressed out dev in your life, uh, (laughs) because those things will probably be a nice little meditation space. Another good thing for the stressed out dev in your life would be to get a, a massage. Now, I, I actually am a huge fan of getting massages. I've I've actually been uh, getting professional massages for a long time just because breaking has like destroyed my body in so many ways. And it was actually great when I, I used to dance for the Detroit Pistons. We had access to their professional massage therapist. So we could like go to the Palace of Auburn Hills anytime we wanted to and just get a massage via like the guy who massages the players. So I'm a huge for this. This is really great. For uh, really just anyone who's stressed out or maybe they have bad posture or maybe they could just, again, this is maybe one you'll want to make sure that they're comfortable with the massage too. Not everyone's comfortable with it. But I personally feel like this is one of the most recharging experiences you can have. So uh, a good massage will go a long ways. And I think this is a a great gift here. Another great gift would be potentially uh, for that person who's trying to figure out where to store their data is a contentful Uh, I guess you'd call it a subscription, a Contentful account. Now, Contentful (laughs) is a great way that you can manage all of your data. And in fact, it works like sort of the back end of any sort of CMS, right? It's beyond a headless CMS. It gives you a ton of flexibility and a ton of reliability and everything that you need to really build excellent front-end content without having to worry too much about the back end of your site. actually used Contentful in uh, one of my tutorial series, and uh, I r- was really impressed with, in general, just how easy it was to uh, not only just to get set up and get started, but to uh, just use it and, and not even have to like, I don't think I even consulted the documentation more than a couple times because everything felt very intuitive. So uh, me personally, I really, really liked using Contentful and would easily reach for it again in a heartbeat. So some of the cool things about Contentful is that... They give you access to different environments, sort of uh, production, development sort of thing. So you can easily uh, mess around in, in development without having to worry too much about your production flow. There's also a GraphQL API coming very soon, which is going to be awesome. So far, I've been using sort of Contentful plugins and things like that to get the data in. So I'm, I'm psyched that there's going to be an actual GraphQL API coming soon. It's currently in alpha, and it might be in beta by the time you're hearing this. But again, something to keep your ears open for. It sounds really, really cool. So if you want to check out Contentful, head on over to contentful.com forward slash syntax. And if you sign up, uh, you'll get a free pair of Contentful socks. And both Wes and I uh, were rocking our Contentful socks over at the Jamstack Conf. So uh, these things are really super cool. So head on over to contentful.com forward slash syntax and get your free pair of socks while you're checking out Contentful. So thank you so much for Contentful for sponsoring.
0: So Scott's got a couple subscriptions here and then I've got a couple at the end. So why don't you just rattle through some of the ones you have here?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I've been given a Headspace subscription before, and this was an actually a great gift. Headspace is, again, another one for the stressed out or maybe overly anxious person or dev dev or pretty much literally anyone. Any Anyone who's getting stuff done could benefit from any sort of meditation practice. And meditation is one of those things that's tough to keep yourself to do it. But if you can have an app with a beautiful interface, let you know exactly what to do, when to do it, listen to this thing, and uh, just follow the instructions. It makes it super easy. So Headspace is a great one. Next is a Spotify subscription. Everyone loves listening to music. I think Headspace is owned by Spotify now. I think you can, I actually don't know if that's true, but I think you can bundle those subscriptions. So if you're looking to do a Headspace and a Spotify, I think you can do those at one price. There's HBO Go. You know, who doesn't love HBO's content is just always top notch. HBO Go is easy way to sort of just watch it on your phone, your TV or whatever. Courtney and I, We actually have all of our TV through YouTube. TV and we've been big fans. So if you are looking for someone who maybe wants to try something new with their TV, YouTube TV is a good, good platform. I've been very impressed. Me Undies is a good one too. We've both been subscribing to Me Undies for a little while. They don't sponsor this podcast like they do many other podcasts, but the underwear is great. It's awesome quality. We both love it. We both have stayed subscribed. So Me Undies has been a really good subscription for both of us and it could be good for you. Next is for that high performer in your life that person who's always trying to learn stuff. Memrise is a really excellent learning platform. You could think of it as Duolingo for learning anything. You can learn anything. You can learn command line syntax via Memrise. And it has this really great algorithm that knows when to give you what timing and stuff like that so that you don't forget things. For the security focused person or maybe the person who needs to be more security focused you can get them a subscription to Last Pass which offers like really nice sharing features. It generally generates passwords and stores them in a vault. I have an account for this and they're actually going to be upgrading it so that Courtney and I can start sharing passwords on it and stuff like that. I do this all the time.
0: This is something that you should maybe just do for your family who is not security focused because people just use the same password over and over again on all their accounts. They write them down in a book or something like that or on a post-it note on their monitor. So if you are there at Christmas giving them this, it's a great time to set them up and show them how it works, especially now that the iPhone Touch ID and Face ID will autofill it. Yeah, which is amazing. Yeah. So I think it's that's a good time to. People used to say when you're home at Christmas, make sure you upgrade your parents' browser. Yeah. <laughs> and when you're now, when you're uh, in your home at Christmas, make sure you sign them up for like a password manager. Nice. Yeah, that's a good one. I also like to get people magazines. I know it's a bit of an older thing, but I still like getting magazines. We get my kids, get the National Geographic kids ones. I get my wife a couple home style ones and, and fashion ones that she gets in. They're usually discounted around Christmas, so might as well sign up. Then there's all these different like crates that you can buy for people.
1: Yeah. crates. Yeah.
0: I don't subscribe to any of them, but one of the ones that I've been watching for a while and I actually maybe seven, eight years ago, I got asked to build the site for them. It never worked out. But the Mantry has these these uh, boxes that are full of food, whether it's like hot sauce or barbecue sauce or beef jerky or neat chocolate or or anything like that. So for the kind of foodie in your life, check out Mantry. It comes in this like I think it still comes in this this actual box. When I met them, they were reusing old oyster boxes uh, to ship them out around. I don't think they're doing that anymore now that the scale has been that much. And then there's these kids crates we've been looking at for our kids for Christmas right now. It's from KiwiCo at KiwiCo.com. And uh, they are STEM focused, meaning that science, technology, engineering and math. And I go to a STEM club with my oldest daughter once a week. We go to the library and we we learn about something like gravity or or wind power or electricity or we just learn about all kinds of different stuff or or how flowers work and we plant it and we watch the flower grow. And uh, I think that this box would be a nice little addition to that because it does all kinds of like little things that you can make as well as learning something about science, technology, engineering and math along the way
1: yeah that's great I love that that's really super cool
0: yeah there's a whole bunch of different kind of crates for different ages and uh, it looks like it starts to get really fun at about age five so even though my daughter's almost it's just three and a half I think we might just go for the five-year-old one that's yeah you get to build stuff
1: <laughs> yeah definitely next we're going to get into some books or maybe audiobooks I know I'm a audiobook fan more so than a book fan just because it's Easier for me. Mm -hmm. But what are some of these books? The first one I had in here was Bad Blood. Now, Bad Blood was one of my sick picks a couple weeks ago, or maybe last week. It's a book about this Silicon Valley startup that was basically just faking everything. It was like, it's just a really brilliant story. And they became just a billion dollar company and stuff like that. It's absolutely absurd. The amount of people who uh, this company was able to sort of pull one over on everybody. But this book to me was gripping. I thought it was really super interesting. And for those of you who are in the startup scene, I think it's sort of a must read.
0: My next one is only in book format. And this is actually one of the very few books I ever Uh, have read. It's called Beat the Bank and this is only for Canadians, but as I'm getting older, I'm starting to think about like what do you do with all of your retirement savings and how do you best invest them? And there's this really even if you start to to look around, you're starting to see a lot of these like robo advisors. The robo advisor will manage the money for you instead of you having to go to the bank and have them take it. Mm-hmm. And uh, the whole idea behind these robo investors is using ETFs or index funds and it, instead of using a, a mutual fund which has a what's a high MER, which is a, a management expense ratio. And this beat the bank book explains it really, really clearly as to like why you should probably go this way, even if you're not young. And they explain that there's like this like thing called a T-Rex score, which is even if your, your mutual fund is taking like a 1% expense fee to, to manage your money, that 1% compounded over 20 years, 30 years before you retire could end up with you losing millions of dollars or Or it depends on how much you have invested, but it could be as much as like 25 percent of your actual income at the end of the day. So it's a really good thing to be aware of, especially if you are young and thinking about saving for retirement, because there's lots of stories of people who just trust their local banker uh, and they take one percent of your money every single year year over year and it's not just that money it's the the possible interest that could have been earned Mm -hmm. on the money that they took over 20 30 years so i really enjoyed that also there's a this is a bit off topic but there's a podcast called the canadian couch potato which is kind of talks about this as well uh, a lot more
1: interesting yeah cool
0: yeah, I, I don't know one... what the, the equivalent, sorry, I, to cut you off, I don't know what the no, equivalent no. is for Americans. I know Tony Robbins has one on this kind of the same ideas of index funds. So maybe you could check that one out.
1: Yeah, I was going to say I needed uh, the American, the red, white and blue version of this thing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Next one I have is honestly my favorite book that I've I've read this year, which is American Kingpin, the epic hunt for a criminal mastermind or for the criminal mastermind behind the Silk Road. If you've heard the sort of the like bare bones story of the Silk Road, then, you know, it's a very interesting story. But this book goes so deep. And for those of you who like the Darknet Diaries, you're going to absolutely love this because this is like. A long, long, long version of a Darknet Diaries podcast. It is so dang good. The author goes in depth. The whole story, it weaves all of the stories of every single person involved in the the entire time. It it paints a really good picture of the Dread Pirate Roberts life in general. It sort of sets everything up really well. This isn't just like a retelling of the situation. This thing is crafted like a true story. So American Kingpin is easily my favorite book the year. So I I highly recommend this one. My
0: next one is I've sick picked this in the past. Rich. Dad, poor dad. Sounds super cheesy, but again, if you are uh, like, This one is more about how am I going to raise my kids to think about money and and things like that? How to how should they be saving and whatnot? I really enjoyed this one. Even if you don't have kids, if you're just thinking about how to how to save your own money. I know most people have probably read this one already, but if you haven't check it, pick it up for that person. It's kind of it might be a bit of a a passive aggressive gift to give somebody.
1: (laughs) Hey, you're bad with money.
0: You're bad with money. You should read this, but maybe tread lightly on that one. But if it is somebody who like I for sure would not feel offended. It if someone were to give me a finance book and be like this is awesome i really enjoy this i think you will too
1: yeah and it's a classic too i mean yeah. it has like a gazillion reviews and it's been around forever it's so. been
0: around forever and i what i really like about it is that they don't focus on tactics it's more of a mindset which makes it timeless it's
1: a state of mind this next book really <laughs> opened my eyes to how many books are named kingpin and just how many of those books are erotic novels <laughs> uh there's apparently oh my god uh Yeah. Uh, There's apparently a huge market for drug kingpin related erotic novels. This is not one of those. But if you look for this on on Audible, most of the things that come up will be like my love to the kingpin and stuff like that. I don't know. It's outrageous. But this book is called Kingpin. So it's another kingpin title. How One Hacker Took Over the Billion Dollar Cybercrime Underground. And again, for those of you who like Darknet Diaries, I know a lot of people did. This thing is. Awesome. Hacking Stories apparently is a subclass of nonfiction books that I didn't know that was my favorite thing in the whole world. So this book is great. Again, if you're interested in the hacking culture or hackers or the history of some of this stuff, that how it went down, this book, again, is is narrated really well. It's told as a story really well. And it's it's a very interesting book.
0: I got three more here. I'll rattle through them real quickly. Anything You Want is by Derek Sivers. He's the, the guy behind that quote. If it's not a hell yes, it's a no. So if you have someone in your life who wants to get into business and run their own show and not build up a, a huge thing, um, that was a, a really good book. Essentialism is a awesome book for anyone looking to pare down their life, maybe a bit too much is going on. And then The Emyth Revisited, so somebody who is looking to start a business or who has recently started a business and needs to divide their attention between being the the worker, which is like someone who's making cupcakes, and the manager, which is someone who's actually trying to run the business. Um, I would probably put The Emyth Revisited at top 3 books I read this year. So I would Uh, highly recommend that one
1: nice i'm gonna have to get that one uh next we're gonna move on to the next topic which is something a little bit more tangible we're gonna be talking about some clothes and again uh we're both dudes so unfortunately i think a lot of these are gonna be dudes clothes so i apologize i'm I'm gonna try to keep it maybe a little bit less like that Uh, i personally i know you have a lot of jeans on here if i'm buying jeans i usually i have a hard time going straight raw denim 'Cause I, I like to move around so much and raw denim yeah. isn't always like the most uh flexible. I remember no. I bought my first pair of raw denim jeans and I went to a football game and I like couldn't walk up the steps. It was almost like it was like <laughs> a hilarious episode of some sitcom or something. I was like, ah, I can't even lift my feet to walk up all these steps so i really like these uniqlo i don't know if they're they're technically raw denim but they have the raw denim look you know you flip up the little the the ends of them they have that little look but they have elastic in them so that for me is it's like a big deal because i need to be able to to be a little bit more agile. So if you're like if you're like me and need to like move around a little bit more, uh, check out Unique Glows for their elastic jeans.
0: Awesome. I should say on the this stuff is for dudes. My wife is a actually a fashion blogger and she's putting together a killer gift guide right now. So um, if you are a woman and would like to find out what are some some good gifts, I'll put a link to that in the show notes as well. Or if you are a dude looking to buy a woman, something uh, that would be a good, good place to, to start as well.
1: Yeah. Courtney, thanks. Thanks to uh, your wife, Kate, my wife, Courtney has been just buying a lot of stuff. (laughs) She she loves everything that she (laughs) puts up there. Yeah, yeah, no, no worries. It's great. It's all nice stuff. That's the thing. It's it's all it's all nice stuff. So Courtney yeah, has been loving a lot of her suggestions.
0: She really focuses on like well-made, reputably made, not in a sweatshop. So it's you're not going to find like H&M and, and stuff like that in here. It's it's unfortunately going to be expensive, but it's it's going to be something where you only have six dresses or something like that and you have them for for years and years.
1: Yeah. That's the way to do it anyways. Yeah.
0: A couple of things I've got here. Um, So talk about raw denim. I'm huge into jeans. I'm huge into raw denim. And when I go out and buy a new pair, I'm either buying um, a pair of Naked and Famous, which they are made in Canada. Some of the best jeans you can buy. They've got a bunch of different cuts. I personally wear the skinny guy. But if you are a a bit wider calved, uh, then you could probably go for the weird guy. Both of them have uh, really good. They don't look that great immediately, and they don't feel that great immediately, as Scott (laughs) has said. But the idea, the idea with raw denim is that you, you wear them, you never wash them. You wear them every day. And then about a week and a half in, they become like, they like they mold to your body and they're like the most comfortable jeans. And and you, you also get some really nice fade lines on it. So Naked and Famous is my favorite pair of jeans. I also will often buy nudie jeans. Nudie jeans have this really bright orange stitching and this really elaborate detail on the back pocket, which I really like. And Naked and Famous have none. The, the whole idea, of Naked and Famous is that they're playing on nudie because nudie is, is nudie jeans and they have all kinds of like embellishments on the pockets, whereas Naked and Famous is just really good Japanese raw denim made in Canada. And then the folks behind uh, Naked and Famous, the designer, he also has the exact, every single pair of Naked and Famous jeans, like all the different, like the, the weird guys, skinny guy, super skinny guy, they have a couple different cuts. You can buy the exact pair of jeans. The exact same quality but made in China and they're called unbranded. So they're exact mm. same hair jeans. They're just made in China and then they are significantly less. I've had a bunch of pairs of those and there's no difference in the actual quality. The only reason I still buy Naked and Famous is because they always put out these like Chinese New Year or red. They have all kinds of like different like one offs where they'll like they'll weave a special color into it. And then when they wear the, the red starts to show through, or they'll do like a glow in the dark pair. They'll always have cut fun. Different kinds of pairs. So that's why I like to buy Naked and Famous. Nice. What else? Was a custom leather belt. So did you see my tweet or Instagram about my belt that I got? Yeah, the JavaScript had some bass on there. So there's this website. I love having like a nice, thick leather belt in my jeans. And in the past, I've bought them at yard sales from, unfortunately, old men who've passed away because these are they're expensive to get like a really nice leather belt. And uh, my current one is starting to die. And I thought, OK, where can I buy a nice, good quality leather belt? And I stumbled upon this website called Gavier Leather, G-A-V-E-R-E, leather.net. And they have made in the USA belts that have all these designs flowers, to deer, to butterflies, to trucks, to pigs. These are meant for like your deep South Texas trucker to wear yeah um, so i ordered one and i got javascript stamped on the back <laughs> then it's got fish and bass jumping out of the water and someone's catching a fish on a pole and it was 38 bucks for a very good quality leather belt made in the u.s so if you have somebody in your life you can also get them with like your last name stamped on them you don't have to do something stupid like get javascript put on them
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> like javascript but, uh...
0: what else do you got some more
1: I, d- I don't. You, you're sort of rocking the clothing section. of All this All right. This, this well, episode, I'll, keep, I'll so. keep
0: going then. The North Face has a really nice windbreaker called the Fanarack. And this is just a really nice pullover windbreaker. The whole thing goes into the front pouch and then you can clip it around your waist if you want. It comes with like clips so you can put it on. I have a camouflage one. That's the one I was wearing when uh, I met Scott, but they have them in less gouty designs as well. Hoodies. I'm a big hoodie fan myself. They uh, Adidas has a black on black NMD crew neck. If you are big into the black on black, they make a really nice soft crew neck that has. I think it says the one with the three stripes in black across the front. I'm a big fan of that. Mm-hmm. And then Champion, which Champion is a funny brand because Champion can be sold. Champion sold at Walmart, and you can get like a pair of Champion sweats for like eight bucks. But Champion also is a coming up as a uh, like a streetwear brand right now. And they, yeah, they make some really, so yeah, they make some really nice, thick, high end hoodies. And what I like about them is that they're really heavy. The cuffs on them are extra long. The hoods are nice. The strings are really nice and they're all nicely embroidered. So if you want to give someone like a, someone who's like a hoodie connoisseur, uh, either grab them a <laughs> uh, Adidas one or a Champion one. Nice. sneakers i know that you're super into sneakers i have bought a a few pairs of sneakers this year and my favorite so far have been the new air max 270s these are a new pair of nike sneakers that came out this year and uh, i bought them in a i don't know like a white and green color way i think i'm gonna get the black ones as well once once these ones start to go but they are a brand new pair of nikes and they are super comfortable and they're pretty readily available too you don't like these are not like Yeezys or something where you can't buy them, or you have to buy them for eight hundred dollars on eBay. These are just regular sneakers that anyone can walk into Foot Locker and buy. So, big fan of the the Air Max Two Seventies. Yeah, I
1: I bought some. I think they're Don Trip Jordans. They're calling them Just Don. And I love these things, but these shoes aren't for everyone. <laughs> They're sort of for the uh, fresh prince connoisseur in your life—the person who likes that sort of style. And they look straight out of the '90s, so uh, I've I've been a big fan of these kind of shoes. Again, And Jordan ones are obviously my favorite. Sneakers are hard—you got to kind of know the person's uh, sensibilities. One of my best friends gave me a pair of Orlando Magic. Jordan 1's once for Christmas. And like, I don't even love, I don't even like, I should say, the um, Orlando Magic, but these shoes were like absolutely tailored for my <laughs> taste. So don't buy this for someone who you don't know exactly what they're going to love. Uh, but I like those kind of shoes myself. And uh, you can always go big with some some nice shoes. Also
0: a pair of Ray-Ban, mirrored Ray-Bans. I'm really into right now. The Wayfarers is the, the kind I wear, but you can buy mirrored ones and the Aviators if that's your, your style. Nice underwear. I know Scott sick picked. Me undies earlier, but uh, I also like getting the uh, Under Armour or Reebok boxer jocks, which are super comfortable. And I just want to give a shout out for Travis, who runs developer.io, D-V-L-P-R. He's got a bunch of t-shirts and and hats and stuff that are are developer related. So check those out.
1: Yeah. Yeah. uh, Straight out of uh, Colorado.
0: Oh, really? Wow. Scott, that sure sounds fresh.
1: Hey, Wes, do you know what also is also fresh? Fresh there's other things that are fresh, yes. FreshBooks is fresh as well.
0: FreshBooks is the cloud accounting software you need. This should maybe be something that you can get somebody. I'm not sure. I would really like this as a Christmas Christmas gift, but it's something that you can get. So FreshBooks does cloud accounting software if you are trying to run a small business or you're just trying to bill a couple people here and there. If you need to keep track of all of your invoices, all of your expenses, get paid online, get paid on times and reminder emails, all that good stuff around managing your finances as a business. You want to check out freshbooks.com for a syntax for a 30 day unrestricted free trial. Make sure you use syntax in the how did you hear it about us section.
1: Sick. All right. So the next section is going to be for those of you who love gadgets. I know we all love gadgets here. One of my first ones is going to be taking a look at mechanical keyboards. Who doesn't love a nice keyboard? Uh, I personally use the code keyboard. And uh, although I've been looking at the Ergo docs, which is like a split, it's got two hands, like a two hand thing with like extra keys that you can program to do whatever you want. It looks. Sick. I
0: also just got a mechanical keyboard shout out to Adam who sent it to me because I have always been of the thing that I say these keyboards are too loud for me to do tutorials with and but although I would love to be able to to program them myself so I got the control keyboard I haven't spent too much time setting it up yet but that's something I'm gonna hopefully do over the holidays make some pretty sweet keyboard combinations because there's only so far you can go with your custom keyboard shortcuts but if you have access to actual like firmware on the keyboard which is what all of these mechanical and like keyboards do, you can set up some pretty sweet keyboard shortcuts. And I know they're mostly for gaming, but I think developers can really take advantage of these as well.
1: Nice. Cool. So we'll right. link up
0: a couple other. There's a, like the WASD, the Ergo docs, there's a couple other keyboards that we have on here. We won't list them all, but just take a look at which ones that you have. Next one we have is a wireless charger. I've got two of these now and I can't believe how handy they are. So I got one of them for free in the Jamstack swag bag, which is amazing that a conference swag will give you a wireless charger. And then also I got the Sovereign one, which I sick picked a couple weeks ago. They sent me this one for free. And I tried it out for a month before I said anything about it. And it is awesome. It's working rock solid. The only thing I don't like about it is that the, the light is super super bright. So you can't put it in your you can't put it in your bedroom because it'll like just light up the entire bedroom. But uh, I have it right here in front of me. And I, what I do when I sit down at my computer, I just pop my phone on it and it just charges my phone. Now I'm I'm wishing that my AirPods and my Bose headphones also had wireless charging because I just want to like lay them on this pad when I leave for the day and come back in the morning and they'd be charged. So that's a huge, huge one. Actually, while I'm on that as well, anything USB-C is super handy for developers uh, just because you need a little USB-C adapter, USB-C memory stick. I don't know, USB-C anything because people don't have anything USB yet and they're likely having one of these new laptops that are USB-C. The Kumis car mount. I've sick picked this before in the past. It's a car mount that is magnetized and it goes into your CD player which is nobody uses CD player anymore in their car. So it works great because I've tried all of those vent mat ones and they just don't work in my car just because the way that the, the vents work. And I've been super happy with these magnet car mounts. You do have to put a huge piece of steel on the back of your phone, which I thought would be a problem because that would then interfere with the wireless charging. But if you put the piece of steel at the very bottom of your phone, it still works good because the magnet on this thing is super tough. So happy about that. The portable batteries. I travel a lot and I find that I I, somebody once gave me an Anker portable battery as a speaking gift. And that thing I use all the time because it's small enough that I can just throw it in my bag. But it's long enough to get me like one or two charges of my phone. And I always have that thing charged ready to rock. Next, we have a extra long braided cable. So whether you're an Android or an iPhone user, you can find these all over Amazon. Just get these like, what, six foot long, eight foot long braided cable. Uh, they're mm-hmm. extra tough. And we use them personally underneath our couch so that whenever you need to, to charge your phone when you're sitting on the couch, you can just pull this, this thing out and it makes sure that it reaches all the way. Sick. The Anker powered USB hub. I really like this thing. It's a little box that plugs in via two prongs into your wall and then it just gives you I think 5, 7, 10 they have all kinds of different combinations of them extra USB ports and this is handy because I have to charge I have to charge my phone I have all of my other devices I have to charge an iPad I have to charge my headphones so there's all these different things that I want to charge and then we also have another one in our living room because if there's two or three people sitting on the couch or we have a baby monitor and we have a phone if you need to be able to charge multiple things at once You just, it's just great to have tons of extra little spots so instead of of carrying around like seven eight of these nubs or just switching your cables buy one of these and uh, they also have the option to i think it's like iq charging i'm not sure if that's the same thing as fast charge the basically the way it'll work is it will just keep increasing the amount of power that it sends to your phone until your phone says no more and that used to be the hack where you charge your phone with an ipad charger this thing will just charge it as fast as it po- the device can possibly take it
1: Nice. Cool. So I have one here. I shouldn't mention that they are sending me one of these, but this didn't encourage its place on the list or anything. I haven't gotten it yet, so I don't know how cool it is, but it seems really cool. This is this Tello drone. It has a camera in it. The coolest thing about it is it's based on like some sort of like coding platform uh, it uses scratch i believe which is like a visual coding interface so not only is it a drone with a camera but it's a drone that you can at least do some sort of programming with and since it's in scratch it's not like a python or something like that chances are if you have kids or people who are interested in learning how to develop things or even work in basic programming concepts i really think that something like scratch is a great way to introduce some of those concepts concepts, conditionals, that sort of thing. So uh I'm really looking forward to for mine to arrive. So hopefully this thing is really cool, but it's the this Tello drone with camera and everything like that. Yeah, really this, super cool. And this thing is like
0: 80 bucks, right? It's pretty it's awesome. It's not like yeah. a like a thousand dollar drone that's going to be able like it only flies for like like 10 or 15 minutes or something like that. 720p camera on it. So it's not like this like high end thing that you're gonna be scared. It's kind of a fun thing that you can play with. It's I guess it's called a toy drone.
1: Yeah, it looks like fun.
0: Next up, Wi-Fi hotspot. This doesn't really apply to Americans because I know you can get really good roaming. But in Canada, if you go to the States or any other country, it's so expensive. So I have a external Wi-Fi hotspot called the Skyroam Solus, and I've been loving it. I have like a. I think you just pay by the gig, which is great because every time you run out of it, you just buy another gig. And uh, it's it's so much cheaper than using the roaming on my actual phone. Another one that I have is a breakaway USB-C cable. So I've sick picked these a long time ago. They're still working pretty well. I don't use it to power my main laptop all that often because it's just sitting on my desk and I, I power that via my USB hub. But these breakaway USB-C cables are really cool. They come with these little nubs that you put into your USB-C or, or USB micro ends. I also have a, I have one on my headphones. And then you have a mm. magnet charge and it'll just click into place like the old MagSafe would. And uh, they're pretty cool. I've been a big fan of of them. The only thing you need to know about these is that uh, if you want one for powering your laptop, you have to make sure that it is the special expensive kind for powering your laptop, USB-C that handles 87 watts. Any USB-C cable won't work because of the power demands that your laptop actually requires.
1: Word. Uh, so next you had a, a fun one. This Well, this is not really that fun, but uh, a high end <laughs> mini screwdriver set. This is one of those ones that I, I think I personally need because there's so many times where I'm like, God, I wish I had a, the right screwdriver for this or I have a crappy one that came with my glasses or something and it hurts to hold. So uh, I'm interested to see which ones you're going to recommend here.
0: Yeah. So there's this one called the Maxcraft 7-in-1, which uh, I have. It's pretty handy because the bits go inside the screwdriver and just can carry it around. And then I have another one. I don't know what the name is, but that one has, I think, about 40 different bits in it. And they have all of the pentalobe and all of the torques. And if you are trying to open any Apple product, you need either pentalobe or torques and you need the whole gamut of different sizes. So I've definitely stripped bolts before or I've stripped screws before because of having the wrong screwdriver. And it was ever since getting a really nice set that has like 60 or so or 30 different ones in it. It's been so much better iFixit has a 64-bit set for about 30 bucks. So I think that if you're looking for like a 25, 30-dollar gift, that would be an amazing gift because then you know you'll always have the proper screwdriver, and you're not like just digging through your your screwdriver box looking for the the proper bit. Nice. Let's just go to smart home. Okay.
1: Next is sort of in the same category, but a little bit more focused, which is going to be smart home stuff. Now, you and I are both pretty interested. We still need to do our whole smartphone uh, episode or something like that. Uh, but one of my favorite things in my smart home, if you could even call my house, that would be uh, my Google Home, which is like really sort of the basic of anything that you need to just some sort of smart speaker or whatever to talk. We have these sprinkled throughout our house. We have one in our gym. One of the things I really love, about the google home is that you can set up in groups so i have a group of them in the upstairs and i can chromecast a podcast to all of my upstairs Google Homes and then I can walk around the house all day and never have to wear headphones. I can listen to this one podcast in every single room. And no matter which room I'm in, there it is that music or that music, that podcast, whatever is going to be there. So I love the Google Home. It is cheap, cheap, cheap for the mini. I only have the mini ones and I love it. So big fan.
0: I have the full Google Home and it's amazing. It's I can't believe it's like one of those things along with AirPods that is just like, Wow, technology is getting really, really good. It's super cheap. All of my family, even my Opa, who doesn't even have, like, he's not even on his computer all that much. He has a Google Home in his place. And one of the cool things is if you get a Spotify family subscription, you get, I think, five spots for about 15 or 20 bucks a month. And that kind of needs to go along because often we gave him this Google Home and he's like, okay, I don't even have a, like, he doesn't even have a phone. Like, he just has like a regular like, so he's like, I can't set it up and I can't use it because there's nothing. So we had to go set it up with my dad's phone. And then I gave him one of the spots in our Spotify family sh- subscription. And he uses it all the time to check the weather and to play classical music um, on his yeah, Spotify. We account. always
1: tell ours to play the alphabet song for Landon <laughs> and he loves it. So I think that's a great, great thing to get.
0: We have our Spotify hooked up to my own Spotify. So my Spotify recommendations are all goofed up from. Yep, uh,
1: likewise. Alphabet from. song. <laughs> you might like the letter S song. <laughs> um
0: smart home doorbells are really handy. We have the ring doorbell. I have a ring doorbell and a ring floodlight. Um both of those were sent to me by ring for free. But I also have heard amazing things about the nest doorbell as well, which is from Google. I just love having them as like a security camera because uh, you can yeah. tell whatever's going on. I had somebody steal a bike the other day, and I had really crisp footage of the person. Oh, wow! Coming in and uh, and stealing the bike, so I was able to to get that too. Uh, the police, which is pretty cool. What else? Ecobee, a smart thermostat. We also really like that. Sometimes we leave the house and forget to turn it turn it down or if we want to crank the heat right before we come home or if you're just like laying in bed and it's too hot, you just whip out your phone and, and scroll it down. I really like the Ecobee because you can buy extra sensors, which will will tell if you're home or not. So we have a sensor on each floor um, and then when someone walks by it, it just sends a little signal down to your and these sensors just run off a little coin cell and they're good for about a year and it's good because it will automatically turn down the furnace if nobody's home uh so i'm a big fan of that
1: yeah i also have an ecobee and i'm a huge fan i like that you can it's a little bit more programmable than maybe some of the other ones so for that maybe techie or person in your life the ecobee is a pretty cool little option as excited as one can get about a uh a thermostat. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll tell you a little do. little hack that we used it for is we were wondering if my sister in law was home. And because we hadn't heard from her, but I have a if this and that to log every time someone walks by the Ecobee sensor on the second floor. So I <laughs> yeah. pulled up the spreadsheet and I was like, yeah, she's home. She's walked past the sensor at like 8.74 p.m. <laughs>
1: <laughs> nice, 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 nice.
0: Uh, Wemo plugs. Um, these are, are kind of like a nice gateway drug to smart home because you can just take your existing lamps and plug them into these Wemo plugs and they will you can say okay google turn off the lights or okay google turn on the humidifier or whatever and they'll just switch power back and forth to these things so they're they're pretty cheap i think you can get them for 15 20 bucks you can make any lamp smart
1: nice i really wish our house doesn't have the wiring for any smart anything really in terms of the the dimmers or any of that stuff. And it's driving me nuts. Oh,
0: yeah. We recently got our entire main floor redone and I I had them put in. uh, They have LEDs throughout the entire house. So you can't just go and buy Like people always recommend these LIFX LIFX bulbs, but you can't just go buy like what, 14 or or 20 bulbs to put in your LED pot lights. So what we ended up doing is getting these Levathon smart dimmers, which we have two different sets of pot lights and we hook them them up to our Google Home, and that's kind of my rule with home stuff is that they have to be dumb, like they just work as normal yeah, light they switches. To work
1: without the Google, yeah, yeah.
0: And then you can also use the Google Home voice and, and timers and all that stuff. And the kind of cool thing about these smart dimmers is that if you've ever had a dimmer that's a three-way switch, you'll know that if you turn it on on the one switch and it's dimmed at the other. One, oh, yeah, you it have to all walk up, all to the up. other like a sucker. But these, yep. these smart dimmers, we had to run an extra thing. I don't understand how electricity works, but they sync dimness. So you can dim from either one or use your voice, which we use our voice all the time. So uh, nice. Yeah. And then finally, the Sonoff $5 Wi-Fi switch. So if you look online and look for the Sonoff Wi-Fi switch, You'll find that you can get these little micro Wi-Fi microcontrollers that are about five bucks each. And then the way that it works is you open it up. You have to take like an extension cord and uh, splice it and then take all the obviously the insulation, and the wiring off. And you have to wire this thing yourself. And then basically you can go to the dollar store and get a two dollar extension cord and you take this $5 um, Sonoff switch and then you make a kind of like a smart plug. And uh, I went and bought one. I bought one for myself. I bought one for my dad and we wired them up and they've been working great for over a year. The only thing you need to know is that if it's a grounded appliance, you need to run your own ground past this switch so uh, I just use lamps, so I'm not using that myself. And then also, like, you have to be aware that, like, these are if you're wiring your own things, you have to be aware of the liability that that comes along with uh, that. But they are pretty popular in the DIY crowd for adding Wi-Fi to absolutely anything. So a pretty, pretty neat little thing that I use there. Second last section we have here is grooming and wellness. These are some uh, Scott's always got some nice, like, makeup and stuff that he puts on. So let's see we'll hear what you have. Oh, yeah.
1: Always gotta have some good makeup. Uh, I, I one of the things that I really like. I know developers sometimes we can get a little bit maybe you you work these long stressful hours. It's nice to have good fingernails, which is actually like a sort of a, a weird thing to say. But <laughs> I bought some of these Japanese clippers that are made by Seki, and oh uh, they're the Seki Edge grooming kit. They are expensive,
0: sixty bucks.
1: clippers yeah i got mine right here wes all right um, convince me
0: i'm you lost me please convince me
1: yeah so for those of you don't know japanese finger they take their their clippers very seriously it's almost like a hattori hanzo blade steel sort of thing situation and so i've only ever bought you know normal like walgreens clippers before these things are heavy duty if like not only are they just very heavy, but it's one of those things I feel like you almost have to try out. I tried out Japanese clippers before that someone else had and I was totally convinced. But for me, these things, they've lasted forever, but they just they feel like nothing else in terms of the the clipping. So, again, this is going to be sort of a weird one, but I really love these Japanese clippers. And the Seki Edge is uh, definitely, definitely some some nice hardware here.
0: Awesome. That might be a gift I will ask for at some point when i've run out of ideas <laughs>
1: <laughs> well you can get just one of them i i think this they're not usually that expensive like because you can buy one of the individuals in the two pack for twelve dollars
0: oh so okay you know even, what it i'll, is. I'll link
1: it's, one of the individuals ones it says because,
0: it's sixty dollars plus 20 import to canada so eighty dollars for a pair of
1: yeah i'm gonna go ahead and remove the one i have on here because that is probably not a great price but these single ones for 12 bucks or oh, whatever that's not too bad uh, Yeah, definitely, definitely worth it. Also, this is one for anyone who has legal marijuana in their state. I have been using CBD balm for my tailbone injury. It's sort of like a chapstick-like thing and I just put it on my tailbone. I've also used the CBD tincture. That's how you say that word. Is that how you say that word? I don't know. Tincture? It's like the pure oil whatever. You put a couple drops underneath your your tongue and uh, gives you some really nice sort of, what is it, anti-inflammatory properties that aren't like a Tylenol or an Ibu or something like that. So I was using this again to heal from my tailbone injury. It does not get you high. There's nothing in it that's going to make you feel any different. It doesn't make you feel any sort of high at all. So if that's what you're worried about, don't worry about it. But I personally really like especially the balm for my tailbone. But I found this stuff, if you have pain or anything like that, to be very, very useful.
0: Yeah. Even in states where it's not legal, I know that you can buy it. It's weird. It's just like CBD is this weird thing where there's no you can buy it with no THC in it but it's still classified as like as the same as heroin. It just became legal in Canada, um, medicinal and recreational. And I didn't even know that you had this, but I just I'm trying out the drops for headaches right now. But I've, I've only been at it for a week so far, so I can't conclusively say if it's worked or not, but I'll be sure to update. I've been trying
1: it out for like five, six months. So yeah, a, a little bit in and up. I'm a fan. Yeah. Wow. That's cool.
0: Well, stay tuned for that. What else do you have here?
1: Uh, I have a, a nice comb. I got a comb that was made out of a, a old surfboard and I trust me, I love having a comb. I, n- I never, I like grew up with cheap combs and stuff like that, but having a nice comb for some reason feels really nice. I don't, I don't know what it is to say about it other than just a nice comb is, is a great gift. I think.
0: My only grooming and wellness, since I don't take care of myself is just Burt's Bees lip balm. I'm a big fan of it. I keep it in my pocket all the time, which is people are joking, about. I had a little, I have a little ring in the back of my pocket because it, it wears a <laughs> ring in and people <laughs> we're like, is that, I saw that. is that a can of dip or a condom or whatever? But it's it's just lip balm. Um, I like <laughs> it in the tin, but you can't buy the tin in US or Canada anymore. But people sent me links. You can still buy it in UK and, and Germany. So a uh, big fan of that one. That's like a nice little stocking stuffer. It's just a couple bucks and it's just like the nicest lip balm you can buy.
1: Nice. Uh, Let's get into some high-end stuff, some big, 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 big money stuff. Some of this is bigger money than others. So we can kick it off. With uh, the AirPods, which I actually have some myself now, finally. And yeah, I get a lot of what the hype is. They are easy. They are nice. They feel good in your ears. They sound nice. Oh, uh, the battery sucks. I'm gonna just going to straight up really? say the battery is terrible. Yeah. What? How dude, long are I, you
0: getting on your battery? Like five hours or something. I don't know. Like not that long of continuous listening. Oh, man, so well. I thought the battery was awesome. I don't know how long I get. Probably I get about eight hours out of mine. But the thing is, I never use them for that long. I usually use them for only three or four hours at a time, whether I'm at the gym or like walking to the gym, at the gym, going grocery shopping, and then coming home. That's like three or four hours. And they charge super fast. Like the case itself has like enough for like three or four full charges. The AirPods themselves charge to full, I think in about 10 minutes or 15 minutes. But like you can usually get like, If you need an hour worth of listening, just throw them in the case for like three or four minutes. Uh, I think the AirPods is probably one of the best technological improvements in the last, like I'm going to say three or four years. It's unreal how, how amazing that they are.
1: Yeah. I I should say I'm a fan. Yeah. I just, just the, the, I was listening to them one day. It was like a Friday and Courtney was home. So I didn't want to be blasting stuff. So I just had podcasts on them all day. Yeah. And like halfway through my work day, they just boop out oh uh, yeah a little surprised but uh other than that they've been they've been awesome
0: oh yeah yeah I, I guess i just always throw them in the case when i'm not using them even if you just like go to the bathroom throw them in the case go to the bathroom grab a coffee and by the time you're back they're usually boosted back up to 100 big fan especially right. how easily they connect on the on the iphone and you flip the case open on the iphone and it will automatically just show you the the battery percentage of each earphone yeah. and yeah. the thing it's so good i can't believe it I have a dog on here. <laughs> That's a joke. Don't get. It. Well, you might want to get your family a dog. That'd be pretty cool. Headphones as well. Bose QC35s. They are 449 bucks Canadian. So I bet you probably get them for under 400 bucks American. They are so expensive, but again, one of the best things I've ever spent money on in the last couple years I've had my pair for probably about a year and a half and they are rock solid the battery lasts me I think like 15 17 hours I probably charge them once every two days and I have them on the entire day listening to music that's my
1: kind of headphone battery
0: life yeah Yeah, I think just because they have room for it I am worried a little bit about when the battery starts to degrade because I want to these are expensive headphones I want to have them for I don't know, like at least five or six years, given how expensive they are. So um, I am worried about that because there's no replaceable battery. Um, But Mm -hmm. I'm sure we'll start to see people figuring out how to crack them open and and solder in a new battery when that time comes. (laughs) The
1: last one I have on here is is the very highest end. I figured we'd go out on a bang. I recently (laughs) got a Samsung 4K QLED TV. And yeah, I'm going to say QLED is like a fake word. It's fake. It's just because they couldn't compete with OLED. So they were like, we'll just have it be a QLED, even though it's not an OLED or any other technology that's not an LCD LED TV. So like, okay, don't let the marketing fool you. But regardless, this TV is awesome. I'm just such a huge fan. The picture quality is great. The contrast levels are great. Everything about it's great. The internal software is great. Can install YouTube TV. The remote's awesome. Everything about it is awesome, except for Samsung's like wannabe Google Assistant named Bixby, which sucks, which sucks pretty badly. Uh, Courtney used to have Bixby on her phone, and we we both grown to hate Bixby. So that's the only downside about this TV. Uh, so if you're the type of person that wants to spend a thousand dollars on somebody, then uh, check out these TVs because they are slick.
0: Yeah, we have two of them in our house. I initially bought the Costco. I don't know, some cheap Costco. And I'm like, whatever, 4K TV is a 4K TV. It'll work. And the, the picture wasn't that good. And HDMI kept flaking in and out. And I like didn't even switch my USB or my HDMI cable. And this new Samsung one is amazing. And I know developers love to hate the built in apps on these TVs, but the built in apps They're are awesome. amazing. They're
1: great. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, it is like 4K Netflix built in and it, it's super duper fast. And I'm not even hooking it up with Ethernet. I'm like how are you even doing this? How is this picture this good? Yeah. From the, built-in the interface in is yeah. like
0: super responsive. They're super just great responsive. TVs. We got a big one in our basement and then about a year later we bought uh, another t- a smaller one for, for my wife's office. Uh, so yeah. big Big fan of these Samsung TVs. Although I I did. I bought a Samsung 4K monitor and it sucked. So I returned it and bought an LG one. So I guess you always have to do research on that.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: All right. Do you have any sick picks? Uh, <laughs> just... I
1: have a whole episode of sick pics. So <laughs> I think we're good here on sick picks. That's
0: it for today. Thank you for yeah. tuning in. Uh, anything to plug?
1: I have a new course coming out, which is level one TypeScript, and it focuses just on TypeScript. So for those of you who are interested in learning a little bit more about the basics in a non-intimidating way, uh, this is the course for you. So we're gonna be talking all about the syntax in TypeScript and basically how to get started with it, how to use it, and how to understand it. Again, this uh, this course is geared for anyone who maybe has thought about learning TypeScript, but even the idea of it is maybe a little confusing or a little too over their head. So this is all just about syntax and how to do things in TypeScript, how to read and how to use it. So check it out. LevelUpTutorials.com. Sign up for the whole year and save uh, 25%. So yeah, check it out.
0: Sick. I'm going to plug some updates that are coming to my course platform. I've been working like for the last three or four months with the developer on a whole bunch of new updates to the player and the backend management. The whole backend is being rewritten in React, which is really cool. The whole checkout experience is rewritten in React. So Um, It's just going to be fixing a bunch of little bugs as well as rolling out a bunch of new features. So if you already have taken one of my courses, get ready for that, as well as all of my courses are at westboss.com forward slash courses. I think that's it for today. Anything else?
1: Got nothing. All right. Peace. Peace. Head on over to syntax.fm for a full archive of all of our shows. And don't forget to subscribe in your podcast player or drop a review if you like this show.